We got a bacon sale right here. There's no need to cry or fuss. We started in the spring last year and don't feel the need to cuss. Listen up, hear the podcast where we joke and rant and vent. Oh, we got a bacon sale right here with Jacob we got a bacon sale right here. <laughs> I ruined it. He did ruin it. But, you know, I was trying to make it the trio. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's at the end, though. This was effort. the first verse. Uh, try it again. <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> good job, Joel. Okay, good job. Good job. Thank you. Don't pat him on the head. No, seriously. That was a genuinely good effort to like do that, and he pulled it off. Yeah. Everyone should know that before the show, Joel said, if I do this wrong, we have to do it again. <laughs> that was the first take, everybody. That was the first take. That was. And then yeah. Kent ran over the ending. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just tried to be you part of the group. You should have just whispered a little or something. <laughs> Softer. Kent's always up loud. You know that. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. I'm, I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. And thank you for listening. First of all, I'd like to bring up something, uh, if I may, regarding our last episode. Oh, yeah. The, was... the great episode where everyone decided to watch Buffy. Right. Mm, Actually, I think one. they were watching Galavan or Supernatural after the end of last episode. Well, I was not okay with that. Only if you follow social media. But, no. I, but Jake, we, Jake, you don't follow social media. <laughs> yeah, don't get after I, I kind of do. <laughs> but uh, we had a listener point out something, and I wanted to bring it up. Kent, Kent, do you want to bring it up, or should I bring it up? I don't know what you're talking about, honestly. Uh, listener CC Cummings on Twitter called out the fact, he fact-checked you when you said that on the TV Guide ranking, Sounds it, had, suspicious. it had Buffy at 38, and then X-Files wasn't listed. However, he linked to the article, and, and where did X-Files come in, actually? Number 25. Number 25. <laughs> so not only was it on the list, it no, ranked higher No, I checked out the Buffy. site. It was cccummings.tvguide.blogspot.com. No, it was not that. It was a legitimate one. <laughs> no, no. He, he humbled me in a way that, you know, basically throughout the year we've been doing this show, we've had fact checkers, and now we have a new one. And I will retract that one list from the four <laughs> that I gave. That's perfectly fine. As in, long as you acknowledge that you manipulated data. No, 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 no. I did my research at one thirty. Three more lists he wants to share to compensate <laughs> right. for that. Actually, I should have done that, yeah, but I did so have. much research, I got burned out. You did. You did an amazing amount of research. And, and I promise I didn't lie. Actually, we, we want you to talk about Buffy error. again today, this show. We're it's, never talking about Buffy or X Files again. <laughs> what? Okay. We can. Right. Do you want to? No, no. What are we going to talk about today, Jacob? <laughs> today we are going to talk about live action Disney movies. Yes. And there are so many. So, so many. So, so many, many. listeners That I, I want to clarify right here at the beginning. We are not going to get through all of them in this episode. We're not even remotely close. But And then we're probably not going to get... We're, we're trying to do this as a two-parter. We're probably not even going to get all through all of them in the second episode because there are so many. And in fact, so many that Kent and I haven't seen. Uh, right. There's like really obscure ones too. But a, a lot of sequels that didn't need to happen. No. And before, a lot of remakes. Before you get too far, listener, think of live action Disney movies that you want us to talk about. Yes. And if they're not brought up on this episode, write to us, tell us, and we'll we'll try and squeeze them into the next yeah. one. And we, we, we did purposely move some big ones to the next one uh, as well. So we're leaving some out intentionally this time. Because we want to put some heavy hitters in the second episode, too. Right. And I feel like I should shout out to the Disney Landy podcast on the Podbash Network. Yep. Everyone go follow them on iTunes or go to podbash.com. 
Because there are Disney guys, yep. and I feel like, you know, it's... They're going to be the most critical of this They're going to be the most critical. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah. Now, if you remember from last time we were ranking Disney, what we would do is Jacob would give us a live-action Disney uh, movie, or he would, back in the other one, he would give us a Disney cartoon, and then we would put it in a tier. Tier one being the highest, tier two being middle, and tier three being the bottom. And we do have, <laughs> much to Joel's chagrin, have little tiers in between, which we say, so kids will be like, that's upper tier two. That's not even, that's not true. I <laughs> I did that, but this time I'm not going to do whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. We're not going to do that? There were a lot of stipulations and disclaimers. You guys are going to be saying that. You're not going to be able to help yourselves. So you're like, it's tier one, well, but it's lower in tier fact, one. Last That's time, official ranking. I tried to limit Joel on the tier ones because he, he, he went Disney Love Happy. So I'm like, you get yeah, five tier ones. Disney Love Happy was the name of my high school band. <laughs> Disney Love Happy. We're Disney Love Happy. <laughs> Hey, fun boys. <laughs> get a room, yeah. So let's get this started. I think that's a great idea. I'm staring at this list that, well, that Joel gave me, which he made uh, alphabetical, which is pretty impressive. It makes it easier to find. <laughs> you done with OCD. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, Joel just doesn't strike me as OCD, but it here like it is. like I put it in that order. I, w- I put it in Excel and it just said sort A to Z, and then I put it back in the, the other mm-hmm. document. Mm-hmm. Okay. You put, wait, no. You put it in Excel first. Not just like on Word or Notes or anything. No, it was in it was in Word, and, yeah. and then I put it over to Excel, flipped it to alphabetical, and put it back in Word. OCD. We are doing it. It makes it much easier to find. All right, we're gonna start with the Christmas one. Oh wow! All right, okay. Then so, we'll just have that behind us. The Santa Claus. Let's hear it. Let's hear it from you first, Joel. The Santa Claus uh, is not one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's not the one I can. I I, I don't watch it every year. I don't watch it that much, frankly. But it's not bad. I mean, any movie that can kill Santa Claus yeah. in the first couple minutes and still maintain the Christmas spirit is a good movie. Did this come out at the height of Tim Allen's home improvement career or right at the end? I think it was uh, the end, if I recall. I mean, yeah. he's still a big deal, like, the entire time. Yeah. He's no JTT. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Back uh, to that. <laughs> Santa Claus came out in 1994, so it was the year Okay, of, so it was the height. It was the year of Jim Carrey. Um, <laughs> that really was the year of Jim Carrey, though. Uh, but uh, I have to give this one a tier two. It's not one of my favorites, it, but it's not bad. If I watch it, I enjoy it. Any of the sequels, that's a different story. I think it was the first time I saw a fat suit in the movie and thought it was hilarious. Because, <laughs> I don't know, it was... Well, uh, you know, I was 13 years old, and I'm like, he's getting fatter by the day. That's really funny. Does this look it, like a little weight to you? There you go. I can't believe you can quote the Santa Claus. I'm going to go watch it tonight That's in now. the trailer. <laughs> that's in the trailer. I saw that movie probably twice, and when I saw it, I really liked it. But have I ever wanted to go back? No. Because you figure you'll hate it now, right? Like, that you're not a kid in the 90s? Actually, no, I'd probably be fine. I think it's just sequels happened, and I never cared to see the sequels at all. None of them were that great. I think the second one he found a Mrs. Claus. And the yeah, third Martin one was, Short. Martin Short is right, Jack Frost. Third, and the third, isn't that the third one with Jack Frost? Yeah. I don't remember. All right, what's the... So who really cares? What's but the tier? It's a tier two. Tier two. We agree? Yeah. High five. I hope we don't agree a lot. I always say that, but... I worry we're going to, because live-action Disney, I don't think it's as uh, separatist as the cartoons. Hmm. A lot of the middle of the road. Hopefully people can get passionate about this topic. There are some that I'm passionate about, and if you disagree, I will stab you. But oh, oh. Let's hope this is one of them. 101 Dalmatians. So Glenn Close in this movie is Cruella DeVille, Jeff Daniels. Cruella DeVille, Cruella. Not in the, not in the movie, but. Right. Just yeah. sing the songs. It's fine if you sing. Yeah. I don't it, remember Jeff Daniels. It's and then uh, Liam Neeson's uh, deceased wife plays. Uh, the, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. What? Don't bring You're not even going to say her name? She uh, doesn't even have a Natasha name. Natasha Richardson? It, isn't it Jolie? Jolie something. Jolie. It's not Natasha Richardson. Hold on. I got to look. Look now. it up. Looking it up. 
Nope, we're Jolie Richardson. This. It's Jolie Richardson. Okay, so it's Jolie Richardson. So it's not. It's not. Don't bring up Liam Neeson's past or late wife. Is it Liam Neeson's past Yeah, you can even wife? say late. You no, just said she's dead. Still... I said deceased. <laughs> deceased is proper. Yeah, it's Jolie Richardson. with a question mark. Why are we? Why are we talking so much about this? I don't know. All right, can't. Let's hear it. Uh, this movie was. Uh, I was a little too old for it. Honestly, I think I was about 16, 17 years old, so it I, it was beyond me, mm-hmm. but I appreciated Glenn Close being the crazy, maniacal Cruella DeVille. I, I am scared to death of Glenn Close, just in life. And so, <laughs> if you ran into her in a dark alley, you'd wet yourself and run. Absolutely. That happens every time I see her. For some reason, <laughs> for some reason I saw Fatal Attraction as, as a youth, and that ruined me. You from had Glenn a messed Close. up childhood. I don't, yeah, I seriously did. But, uh, you know, 101 Dalmatians... I never think about it if I ever think of 101 Dalmatians, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, it's a tier three. Yeah, it's tier three. With, yeah. that, with that kind of acting power in it. Jeff Daniels, Dr. House, Arthur Weasley. And so no one knew Dr. House. They didn't. That's why it's fun to watch. Jeff Daniels just ruined his career by being in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> well, no, that helped his career. He was seriously. No, he was, he was known as the most no, 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 no. iconic why role he's a ever. Man. Basically, arachnophobia and Dumb and Dumber are his he biggest roles. He was recognized as a very good actor, and then he started in that and really couldn't get back to good acting for oh, about a decade. I don't think he wanted to. I think he realized yeah, he that, uh, that think, dramas are kind of dumb. I think people care to win an Oscar here and there. Mm. Some people. <laughs> Yeah, he never seems too serious about it, honestly. He's like, no, he's, he seems I'll, like a really Well, he, he did go back to Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah, see? That's how serious he is about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Paycheck. Yeah. Uh, so Ken gave it a tier three. I'm going to give it a tier three. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why would you give it a tier three? Because it's completely unnecessary. Right. It and doesn't that's add anything to the story. Glenn Close, I feel, I feel like she chews the scenery. And it, got, it was a little I, over the top. That's for me. the best part, though. Mm-hmm. I disagree because I feel like I like Cruella Deville scared me in the cartoon when yeah. she's driving with the crazy hair and the crazy red eyes. That gave me nightmares. Or what, the part when she drives by in the cartoon when she drives by slowly and like looks in the window. I had nightmares about that. I remember vivid nightmares. Oh yeah, about that. that is creepy. But Glenn Close, I just felt like she was hamming it up and she was having a great time, but it, it didn't resonate with me. Did you ever see the sequel, 102 Dalmatians? I may have, but I also may have tried to forget it. Right. Because eh. who cares? No. Yeah. 101 is interesting. When you get to 102, who cares? Right? <laughs> it's just overkill. <laughs> it's just overkill at that like, point. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Next uh, category, we're going to talk about kids. Or, <laughs> darn it. I dropped that one. No. <laughs> what we're going to talk about movies <laughs> kids shouldn't have seen as a kid. <laughs> no, that's, a good, that's a good show topic. <laughs> I know, right? I was just thinking <laughs> Let's that. Let's talk about kids. So, <laughs> tell me how you felt in Basic Instinct. You know? No. It's <laughs> Fatal Attraction. Different Yeah, movie. sorry. Fatal Attraction. <laughs> Family friendly. Like you didn't watch them both when you were a kid. Family friendly. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is happening? We're talking about live-action Disney movies. There, All right. there will be kids listening to the show. <laughs> cool Runnings. Cool Runnings is the next one. Speaking of being a kid, this is a movie that was so early 90s for me, and I just loved when I saw in the theater. I remember me and my, my cousins were sitting on the front row of a movie theater. We all had giant sodas. We were so happy to be there. And we were like the annoying kids that you'd see at a theater and you'd want to be kicked out. Right. Like we were like basically like... Like dr- spilling our drinks everywhere just for fun or throwing popcorn Seriously? at each other. Yeah. Just because we That's thought horrible. we thought Cool Runnings was the funnest movie we'd ever seen. So fun that you had to vandalize a theater? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I it don't, makes, per- makes perfect sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm glad you did that. <laughs> I'm not. But, you know, you have the great John Candy in this movie. And for some reason, these runners who need or one runner who needs to be part of this bobsled team. And it was it was an inspirational sports movie for me when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And that's so for, for me. Oh man, 
I don't know. It's it's a two. Because honestly, I haven't watched it. <laughs> You'll never have a one. Is there a one there's, in there's this no list? Ones. Ken doesn't have <laughs> no, any look, ones. Look, look. Cool Runnings was awesome. Have I ever seen it again? No. It's come on cable, and I'll just turn the channel because I don't really it care anymore. Shaped your childhood, Kent. <laughs> My vend. <laughs> <laughs> just think of all the trouble you got in afterwards because you accepted vandalism at that time. But I'll tell you, when I was ten, I still felt when they carried the bobsled over their shoulders to the to the finish line. Mm-hmm. I still felt that. Look. You got John Candy in his last role released within his lifetime. You got the inspirational story of a Jamaican bobsled team that very much an underdog. You got Jimmy Cliff's I Can See Clearly Now, one of the greatest oh, songs ever. Yeah. So happy. Is it original to that movie? No, no. no. It's, it's a remake. But, oh, okay. Yeah. And then you got Tallulah. Remember the joke about Tallulah? Nope. Look it up. I'm not going to say it on here, but it was funny. You got <laughs> Jamaica's got a bobsled team. Yep. Great. All those great moments. They don't hold up as well. It's a tier two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, We've agreed. Not only that, because that's the thing is, it was fun back in the day, but it is very trapped in that era. Right. And it's not, almost entirely, not historically accurate. Oh, really? The The highest they ever finished, it, any Jamaican bobsled team has, has accomplished, is 14th place. They were never in the running for the gold medal, or any medal. And not only that, the whole story of how they got together, that's not true. Them crashing... That's true. That was actual footage. But them carrying the sled, not true. Wow. Not true. They had the medical team come in and help them. You just ruined Kent's childhood. Honestly. I mean, I seriously. I think Kent's childhood I'm is ruined to, with fatal detraction. I'm about to go throw, throw popcorn <laughs> and spill drinks on people. And, and I will not, say, I credit this movie with starting the illustrious career of Dougie Doug. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Not that I demand historical accuracy in my movies because sure. I love Braveheart. And there is almost nothing historically accurate about that movie. But this one, I, I do feel like it's a fun movie. I'd watch it if it happened to be, if someone said, hey, let's watch this together. And I'm like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. But I'm not going to go see it If one out. of your kids was like, hey, can this is a Olympic movie. Can we watch this? Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. But no one else. Yeah. If I said, Joel, let's have a movie night. If you, Kent, if you chose Cool Runnings, I'd watch it with you. <laughs> let's have a movie night where we watch Cool Runnings, huh? <laughs> no. Okay. Bacon Cell. Hey, can I throw, See, can I spill drinks in your house? A live watch. A live Bacon Cell watching of Cool Runnings. Watch us watch Cool Runnings. Or w- listen, listen to us. <laughs> listen to us watch Cool Runnings. <laughs> no, I think they should watch us too. We'll do a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I put you down for a tier one on that one, Kent, despite no, what you said. No, 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 no. It's a two. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Old Yeller. Oh, Old Yeller. And if you don't give it a tier one, you don't like dogs. Okay. Or family. Old Yeller is just... (laughs) It's big words. Old Yeller is one of those movies that is iconic. Just by name. You say Old Yeller, people automatically... One, they're depressed. And two, they just have this very emotional connection to the movie. Because it's the story of a boy and his dog. We probably should give a little uh, background to these as we talk about just in case people haven't seen them. Right. But it's a story of... uh, It's an Old West movie. Uh, a boy encounters this dog who's a yellow lab. They live where the red fern grows. No, different story. <laughs> Pretty much the same, though, right? Is that but, Disney? No. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, this is like the cipher in the snow of Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's super depressing, but wow. once you've watched it, you feel like a kinship to that those others a, who have watched a it. a really narrow reference. <laughs> <laughs> There's like but no, one in 50 people. Yeah, right. It, it, it really is iconic. It really is important to the history of Disney movies and to childhood. And any story of a boy and his, a boy and his dog is going to get me emotional. But it is a slower movie. It is not a movie I choose to watch regularly. So it is a tier two. It's funny you say it's a slower movie because it's an hour and twenty three minutes, but it feels like four feels hours. Slow. Any western feels slow. 
The only reason West, this... Western time is like dog years. I think the only reason this has any Disney history as part of it, like this movie came out in 1957, is because, and I was talking to Mark from our Fast and Furious podcast, who is a Disney expert on this kind of live action <laughs> stuff. His dad was a super... He, he's claiming that? Disney expert? No, I, I'm giving him that title. Okay. But his dad is a superintendent. And what they used to do is Disney would sell their movies and projectors for school tours. The only reason this is a historical movie for us in this room, I don't know if, Jake, you ever watched this movie in school. Not in school, He didn't no. have to watch it. Because he lived Disney... It. Yeah, exactly. Disney sold their movies I to shoot so many dogs. And they would what? share them. <laughs> what? Did oh. you really? No. Okay. Wait, you did what? I said I had to shoot so many dogs. I bet you did. No, I, I actually had had to. But anyway, why would you joke about that and then say it's true? <laughs> Wait, so is it true or is it not true? I don't well, know what you're saying, Jacob. Don't worry about it. I grew up on a farm. Things happen. Here's Jake. Go on with Kent. I think it's rabid. No, 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 no. I just bought that yesterday. <laughs> it's rabid. We got to put it down. Put it down. Let's take it to put the ranch. Down. <laughs> so these movies only have basically held up over time. And not really, but because we had to watch them in school. I don't think it's a good movie at all, and I don't like dogs. <laughs> and so I was the one kid wow. not crying in this movie. You were sitting there like, good. I hope he dies. Tier one? Tier three. <laughs> That's insane. It's not insane. That's insane. The movie's not good. You You're like... Dog-hating communist. <laughs> put the dog down already. No, but he's his best friend. He saved him from a bear. Meh. It's not that good. Yeah, your cat wouldn't have saved you from a bear. No. Your cat wouldn't have. My cat would have run away because it's smart. <laughs> it would have protected you. <laughs> he, he got rabies because he was saving the family. You know, my cat probably would have, like, after the bear, like, finished me off, the cat would have just, like, burrowed in my ribs, <laughs> you know, and just, like, there. slept in there just and like kind of nibbled. turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> I swear I like some Disney live action guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That's the thing is we, we haven't got a tier one yet. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if Kent's going to do any. Home, homeward Bound. <laughs> Let's just say that... Uh, Dogs drool and cats rule. <laughs> Shut up, sassy. <laughs> so there was an original Homeward Bound, and then there was the one that I think Joel and I are going to talk about now, which is Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Right, right. It's the one created in 1993. Michael J. Fox. Uh, who was the girl? Sally, uh, Sally Field. Oh, Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. This was an awesome movie. Donna Michi. Don't forget Donna Michi. Donna Michi, absolutely. And this one... Even though I wasn't totally into dog movies, this one made me emotional. There was a lot these these animals had to go through to find home. And this movie taught me that animals will always find home, regardless. Yeah, it did. Which is true because I have a cat living in my backyard now that used to live at the house I live at eight years ago. And it found my house again. No. Pinky swear. <laughs> no, so pinky bizarre. swear. It's the weirdest thing ever. And so there, I just experienced and it's just a little in your backyard. Down. You haven't let it into your heart. Well, I won't let it inside because we need to get shots and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Or, or, or Jake, do you? Uh, can you take it to the ranch? <laughs> you know, I was actually just thinking. I'm surprised you didn't give Old Yeller a tier one, just because you were like, "Well, because the dog gets shot." <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> You're like, "Because I hate dogs." I'm glad. But Homeward tier Bound. One. Homeward Bound is fun. I think kids could watch it now and still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, I haven't seen it for at least 20 years, but it's a tier two. You heartless wench. No. <laughs> yeah, like Joel's going to go to tier one. You're right. <laughs> I actually am going to give this one a tier one. Okay. What? Homeward Bound is one of the, and I'm exposing my vulnerabilities here, so please don't use it against me. Homeward Bound. Please cry. Please cry. Homeward Bound makes me cry every single stupid time I watch it. When's the last time yeah, you saw it? Yeah, how many times have you seen it? I can't. No, honestly, I'll, I'll let you guys know this. Just watching the clip. And it's the same moment every time. <laughs> Just watching the clip of the moment at the end, 
I'm gonna not cry here. When Shat, when 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 Sassy and Chance, when Sassy and Chance come running up over the hill, and he's waiting for Shadow, yeah, and Shadow's not coming, and then he comes up over the hill. Every time I start crying. Are like, you kidding me? No, no. And so I, you know, I act sometimes. Yes. Yeah, when like, I do acting, you're good. That's one of my things I can put in my head and automatically get tears in my eyes if I just imagine that moment. It gets me. Every <laughs> that's your moment. Time. Every stupid time. Oh. Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> and then like you know, wow. there's funny parts too. Like I think Sassy is you know she's funny as a cat, but like there's one of my favorite parts is when they're running mm-hmm. and Chance is running, and you could tell this isn't playing because they're animal actors, but the dog just trips. He's like, sassy, sassy. And then he trips. And Michael J. Fox goes, oh, gopher hole. And it's just one of those random improv things that makes me laugh every time I watch it. <laughs> I think we should have one. Dr. Matt analyze this next week <laughs> for our next show. <laughs> no, animals get me. And it's, it's happy moments get me a lot more than sad moments in movies. Happy moments, I get caught up and my eyes start watering. It's just what happens. Swelling music, emotional stuff, happy. Aww. I think I'm it's gone. adorable. Yeah. So I'm giving this a tier one because I, I get emotional every single time. That's and so I like cute. The movie. I think we should just have a moment of silence. <laughs> For Shadow. For Joel's manhood? Yeah. No. And <laughs> hey, a real man can cry at Shadow. All right. <laughs> over the hill. Let's, let's go to Cinderella, the new one. So I had Joel watch Cinderella the yeah. other day because he hadn't seen this one. We were preparing for the show. Mm-hmm. And I think this one is very relevant because this is kind of Disney's new thing. They've always done nature documentaries in the past. They've mm-hmm. always done like old school movies with Kurt Russell, that sort of thing. But now they are going straight live action versions of their cartoons with Maleficent mm-hmm. and Cinderella is the most recent. And CGI. And, yeah, and CGI mm-hmm. as, as well. They enjoy that. So, Joel, will you please uh, talk about Cinderella first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. My my thoughts on Cinderella are thus. It's, it's not needed. It doesn't add much more to the story. It, it didn't really do much more. It, it adds fluff to the story. Like when you, if you're gonna watch this movie, why not just watch the cartoon original? And I am, I am in trouble on this because I watched this the other night, mm-hmm. and then I started going on this kind of not rant, but just discussing it with my wife, and I could tell she was not on the same page as I was. It became very apparent. Oh no, <laughs> and she was not happy with me. Did I start a fight at the Hilton household? No, no, it wasn't a fight. It was just she was kind of like it was one of those. Why can't you just enjoy movies instead of analyzing them? Discussions. Welcome to my world. I, I've, I've never had anyone say that. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm honestly, I feel like Ever After did a better job because mm. they added more to the story. Whereas this one, every time it started delaying the story, I'm like, come on, you've got to a crush on Drew Barrymore. Well, I had a crush on Marguerite from Ever After. That actress okay. who played Marguerite. I don't know who she is, but she was. But what about this girl who played Cinderella from Downton Abbey? Cousin Rose is fine. And I think Daisy did a good job. I think, uh, oh, what's her bucket? Kate Blanchett also did a really good job as stepmother. Mm -hmm. But it's unnecessary. So it was good, but I'm still going to give it a tier two just because I don't see the point. Tier two is okay. But it's no tier one. You're no. Cinderella gets a tier one. Let me see your your thing. No, seriously. It's uh, right there. What? You give us a tier one? I did. Actually, when if Kent was going to hate on it, I was going to be like, I'm going to have to step in and say I really like this one. Oh, you liked the buck-toothed fairy godmother who insulted Cinderella almost as much as the wicked stepmother? Yeah. Honestly? Like, Those no. shoes are horrendous. You know, I, I know that Helena Bottom Carter was the narrator, and she showed up for a few minutes as a fairy godmother. That was actually the weakest part. If, I agree. But for me, this expanded the story in a way that needed to be. It wasn't just... Expanded the story? It to- wasn't just the prince will save me. It was like, Cinderella's a person? Oh, and she has a history? And there are people that she cares for in life. And honestly, it cut out all the garbage of Gus Gus. No, Gus Gus was there. Very little of and Gus Jacques Gus. Was because there. if you remember back to our tiering the cartoons, Cinderella for me is like a bottom tier too. I don't think it's that good. So is your face. I think there, <laughs> there's a lot of wasted material. And it is, it's maybe an hour and a half long maximum. I think this movie was 
very, very good. You know, I th- I, th- I thought that with a better, uh, bigger budget, they could actually afford some she- CGI that worked because every animal in there looked terrible. Hmm. You're taking this a little personal. I know he's kind of mad. I feel like this is the conversation you had the other night. But Jake, you like this too, right? I did, but I'm afraid to say more because Joel's mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I just, it, like I said, I give it a tier two. It's not like I didn't like it, but I was just like, why? No, like the, the prince had a story. This, for me, did everything better than a movie Kit. we're going to reference Let's later. Let's name our prince Kit. Like, for example, like his father telling him about his duties as a prince and king. <laughs> and duties. I just, well, and Kenneth Branagh, it was Joel, really, <laughs> it was really even paced. Like I think he nailed and that. And Kate Blanchett like, was like a believable villain. She no, was super believable. Well, here's the thing: she was believable, but then Madame Tremaine in Cinderella, mm-hmm. she's just evil for evil's sake, right? And the daughters are just jerks for jerks' sake. They made them that way, and then they tried to explain it, but I feel like they failed, and so it ended up being like this half-hearted. Oh, she's kind of mad at him because she heard overheard him saying, "Hey, they're trying, and your mother will always be here." Can, Which Agent Carter was the mother. Did that not blow your mind? It, it really did. That's insane. You done with Cinderella? Yeah. Okay. Tier one. Bedknobs and broomsticks. Chaguna. McCoides. I actually watched this fairly recently. I tried. I really tried. You can go first on this one. This is over... I guess this is slightly under two hours. But this is one that I loved as a kid because I love just, you know, traveling to new places and having them be animated is awesome. Angela Lansbury is a witch. Fantastic. Whoa. What? Oh, in the in the movie. <laughs> I thought you were just insulting Angela Lansbury. <laughs> She's also a uh, crime detective who writes novels. <laughs> she and, wrote about murder, and didn't a, she? Yeah, in a teapot. In a teapot. Murder she wrote. <laughs> I'll yes. tell you when you're older. But, uh, <laughs> tale is old as time. <laughs> I knew that was going to Yeah. <laughs> Both a little scared. Um, it was hard to watch. I don't know about you, Jake, but I found it really hard to watch. And it took about 40 minutes to get anywhere. Like, my kids were like, uh can we watch something else? And I'm like, no, I promise it's good. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't even get to that point. No, it's kind of a hot mess. Like, I enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah. And I, I still have the images of watching it as a kid. Same. Like, like the soldiers moving or, you know, like like weird things dancing with her, you know, witch power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> weird things dancing with her witch power. It makes sense. She yeah. was under a spell. Yeah. But, I mean, like, those images stayed with me. So, like, when it was on, I was like, I'm going to watch this. And it was like, nah, this is pretty messy. So, so I give it a tier two. For yeah. nostalgia's sake only. That's that's generous, honestly, I right. think. So you hated the animated soccer game, which was awesome. I liked it, but I couldn't even get to it this time. You hated the finding armor when they used the substitutionary locomotion spell. Whoa. See it? Substitutionary locomotion. Um, you hated all that. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I give it a tier two. That's right. Is in this the a tier one? Right, fine. That's fine. Uh, I actually... It's been a while since I watched it. Mm-hmm. So I went to read the story, and I was surprised to find... That there was a story. <laughs> <laughs> that there was a story. I was like, oh my gosh. She was taking a correspondence course to be a witch and that's why she wasn't that good? Wait, this other guy was the professor and he made it all up? What? Like, I really, I hadn't... Wait, no, wait. Made it up? Well, the, he just got the book and kind of just... He, okay, He okay. wasn't really into witchcraft. He just kind of gave the book out and right. just trying to make money. I had no concept of that as a kid. Mm-hmm. To me, it was just making the armor do cool things and the soccer fight, the soccer match. And right. I didn't even know why they were getting the soccer match. It was getting the star, but I didn't know why. But now reading the story, I'm like, whoa, okay. But it really is a slower movie. It, it's it's not holding up as well. It's going to be a tier two. All right. Agreed. Let's go to Pirates of the Caribbean. Which which one? The first one. Caribbean Queen. I was waiting to see if you're going to say Never Caribbean on me. but in the same dream. Mm. And our hearts could beat as 
All right, and just to explain to the listener, uh, we've got it separated. <laughs> we've got it separated into the first one and then all the sequels, which is against request. Maybe we should do those together then. Um, yeah, we, we shouldn't do each okay. sequel, sequel separately. Well, no, it's yeah. Curse of the Black Pearl and then right. all, sequels all sequels lumped together. That's 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 fair because yeah, they're um, which I, start people off, will yeah, probably take issue with honestly, but so. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. I had to be dragged to this movie because I was like, I don't want to see a movie based on the ride. Like, it, it really just didn't appeal to me. And I was like, yeah, whatever, Johnny Depp, whatever. I was amazed. I watched that movie and I was floored by how good it was. And then I actually got to play Captain Jack Sparrow in a BYU parody at the, when I was in Divine Comedy called Pirates of the Cougar Eat. But I had to do a Jack Sparrow impersonation. And so this is before, like, you were able to find a lot of stuff online. This is, you know, probably 2000. It was 2003. Right. And so I had to find whatever clip I could and just watch it over and over and over again until I was able to do the impersonation. And then I got to be him in the play, and it was kind of my breakout role in Divine Comedy. Could you give us an example? It's really ridiculous, and I'd rather not. But It, it may be the easiest impression to do in it, the world. It, well, that's the thing is everyone now it, but it at that tried. time it was yeah, pretty it's like Gollum impersonation. But it's right. a lot of physicality though, so doing it there over was. podcasting. And if you yeah. want, you can look up Pirates of the Cougar. It's on YouTube. You can you can find me there and doing my thing. But I'd rather not do it on the air because I haven't practiced <laughs> and I haven't gotten to character. But this is a tier one. It is absolutely one of the best uh, live action Disney movies out there from starting to end. Just a thrill ride. And I wish that Jack Sparrow hadn't become a caricature. In later sequels, but right. this one will always remain. It's the only one I own and probably the only one I will own. I love the soundtrack to this movie so much. What? <laughs> no, to Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of Black Pearl. No, I know you do, but that's where you're going to start is the soundtrack. No, because he has nothing else good to say after it, that. At this point, I always get confused. No, because I Different pirate movie. No, and so I always think Game of Thrones for some reason, but because they have the same kind of pitch. But no, I love the soundtrack. It was one of my, you know, because we're nerds and we listen to soundtrack sometimes on our iPods, but I love it. I think this movie is great. It introduced the world to Keira Knightley, which I'm always thankful for. I guess, really? I guess Bend It Like Beckham kind of did, but this one what was a little bit What about Star Wars Phantom Menace? Nah. She was in it. She was. Still. A she lot of people Natalie were in it, but they... <laughs> right. <laughs> big deal. But, and I am always... You think... haven't been Natalie Portman's stand-in, so it is a big deal. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> the sore spot. He didn't, he didn't make the audition. <laughs> I tried to be Hayden Christensen. It didn't uh, quite work out. You could actually pass for Hayden Christensen. Mm, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't think you should say that. <laughs> I don't think Joel should say that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's also true. But no, this this is such a fun movie, and I think you're right. I think because Captain Jack is a side character, a scene stealer, if you will, mm-hmm. this movie works, whereas in the sequels, if we can just lead right to there. Yes, please. Because this is a tier one. The sequels, Captain Jack becomes the main character, and especially in Pirates 4, he is, there is you don't care about anyone. There's nope. no Will Turner. There's no... Elizabeth Swan. Elizabeth Swan. It's just him being Superman. And it's no fun to watch. No. In fact, I would say, if I may give my tears now, that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Crystal Black Pearl is one. The second one, I, I like the Davy Jones character. I, yeah, I like so his story. Um, but the Will, Will Turner stuff was kind of annoying me. And, and the dad point, trying to get the keys. Yeah, that was kind and, of annoying. Yeah. So it got to a two, and then it just started sliding in there at threes now. The last couple were just threes. So. Right. It starts at one and then just kind of down to two and three. I'll agree with you, but I'm going to give all the sequels a three just because of how they turned out. Because when I saw two, I'm like, oh, this could be cool. And the Kraken's in it. And it's going to be like Matrix 2 where number three will be a make and break movie. But unfortunately, it broke. And so that breaks two as well. So tier three is for me. So are you going to – I put you down for two and three. So question, guys. Yeah. 
Um, you guys want to come to the Pirates 5 premiere next year with me? Next I'll, year? I'll keep watching them. Yeah. It's but... a pretty early invitation. <laughs> so you know, what are you doing? You know, like 12 months. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you want to see a movie and stuff? <laughs> Eat some floor popcorn? We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> no, we're going to throw it at other people. What do you mean we'll talk about it? Do you have to ask Wait, your wife for permission for yes, a movie year? <laughs> yes, I do. Because it, ha- it might be something planned that day. I don't know. She plans very far in advance. <laughs> High five for the first one. All right. That's all we're going to get. Mary frickin' Poppins. That's not the title. That's actually the new title. That's not the title. (laughs) Just a spoonful of bitter right there. (laughs) Jeez, Mary frickin' Poppins. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I went first last time, so it's you. Okay, Mary Poppins is a tier one. It is almost the gold standard of Disney live action. Yeah, it's got animation, which is fun. It's got a little bit of magic, which is more fun. Great music. And Julie freaking Andrews. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Woo! Like she, I may have liked her better in Sound of Music as a character, but she Mary wasn't Poppins, as hot in Sound of Music. She, well, I like the Dorothy Hamill Bob. So I'm dark hair and blue eyes. Okay, but no, Mary Poppins. Are you Mary Poppins was hot. Yes. Yeah. That is weird. It's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> and it's double weird because you both said yes. No, look, when we as kids, we didn't. We were like, hey, wish that, wish that was my nanny. <laughs> but now you're like, okay. She's I can see how that would work. Wait, is it better to say she's an attractive woman in this movie? It's, no, I think it's weirder and more appropriate <laughs> to what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, you know, classify Julie Andrews as quote hot. Uh, apparently, we've offended Jacob by <laughs> taking his hero and turning it. I can hot. say uh, Mary freaking Poppins, but not <laughs> Julie Andrews. Yeah, 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 that's true. Okay, okay, but no, this is a this is a fun movie. It's also a little bit dark. There's a lot of themes here about mm-hmm. uh, family. And responsibility and fun. And I think it's a great balance. So it's a tier one. I'm going to say that I'm on Mrs. Banks' side here. And I feel like this movie was an atrocity to the novels. And (laughs) No, I've never read any of the books. No, it's Mary Poppins. It's a tier one. Yes, it is. Aside from the slower parts. Feed the birds. Toppins. No, but there's significance there. By the way, it's actually illegal to feed the birds around St. Paul's now. Really? They don't allow it. When I, when I was actually there, they were like, yeah, they don't allow that because I think this movie kind of made it too popular. Okay. <laughs> Quit speeding birds. But that movie like that is song. great. From the music to the to the acting to just all the different scenes. Julie Andrews' face. She's amazing. Body too. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I mean, right? Don't objectify the nanny. <laughs> I love episodes where you objectify Julie Andrews. <laughs> She's an attractive woman. Lovely, a lovely woman. She's got to wear it counts. Yeah, who's next? <laughs> Let's go back to Angela Lansbury real quick. Yeah. I, I never, she was, she a looker when she was no. younger? Because I think we better talk She's about always it. looked the same way. She has. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Mary Poppins tier one. Yes. Agree. Mary Poppins hot. Also agree. <laughs> Double agree. Oh. All right. <laughs> I will never forget this. It's so stupid. All right, Prince of Persia. Uh, oh, speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal and hot. Uh, wait, 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 when were we talking about Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're speaking of hot. Now it's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. All right. Um, you know, it's hard to remember this is a... Joel, I'll let you go first, but it's hard to remember this is a Disney movie. I actually have that note. Oh, yeah. This was a movie, wasn't it? Right. And I guess this is Disney trying to make a video game movie. Trying but failing. Right. This movie did not speak to me at all. I felt like this was like watching someone play a video game but i'd rather play the video game than watch it Mm -hmm. i didn't feel like it was all just a bunch of cliches and cookie cutter characters and it's a tier three i think the script was actually 
the thing that ruined it. I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal right. and whoever the lady. Oh, Jim. Uh, like I think they Jim both Ar- actually. Jim Arterton. 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 Yeah, yeah. Arterton. Arterton. Like they both yeah. actually did stand up jobs. I think. Yeah. Like the script was just such. Ben Kingsley such was great a as the mandolin. <laughs> the mandolin. Ben, ben Kingsley is Ben Kingsley. Let's be honest. Been, no, uh, no, but any Mandarin. movie that has a built-in because I like the video game series. But any movie that has a built-in reverse time to change everything back to the way it, when it was good, which is great, that's a problem, game. right? Yeah, great in the video game. But, but in a movie, you're like everything that's happening in this movie will be reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just totally lost. It's a it's a tier three for me. Boom. Okay, three and three. But Assassin's Creed hopefully will be good. Which I think is very similar to this one. Crossing fingers. Right. <laughs> the love bug. The love bug. So did this movie start with like a demolition derby? Or start with like, the one with yeah. Lindsay Lohan, right? No, no, we are not. Oh, that's the one. No, that's, yeah, that's Herbie Rides Again. Oh, yeah. Did you know Bruce Campbell was in a Herbie movie? Really? Yeah. Which like one? A, a made-for-TV Herbie One where Herbie it was movie. possessed and tried to... It was to... him and... <laughs> yeah. He had to go No, the it was weird. It was like, Apparently, it was like a precursor to uh, Lindsay Lohan's uh, Herbie movie. But it was a made-for-TV movie. It was just weird to see Bruce Campbell in a Herbie movie. Huh. Yeah, I just thought I'd bring so that. So what was the deal with Herbie? I mean, was he like Christine, the car, he but was, just nicer? He was, yeah, he was the nicer cousin of Christine. Like, was it a spirit in the it's, car? It's a self, yeah, it's a self-aware vehicle. It wasn't, it was, it so wasn't, no one died to become Herbie? Not as far as I know. I mean, should I, make, sure a fan, someone did. Should I make a fan theory right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Lindsay Lohan's soul died <laughs> to become Herbie. But then how would that go back in time? Uh, don't worry about it. Julie Andrews is stuck in a Herbie right now. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't rolling wanna, out her days. I don't. Huh? I don't want to follow that. <laughs> uh, Herbie for me, just because I think I liked it when I was six, but it's nothing more than slapstick. It's a tier three. Oh, yeah. Well, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, it was called the. What was it called? Oh, it's called the Love Bug. It was. Oh, in, okay. It was nineteen ninety seven. Uh, Bruce a Cameron. reboot. Uh, yeah, kind of. Made, okay. for, made, made for television. Um, I, Herbie's okay, but I prefer his Horace the Hate Bug. That's what I prefer. What? Her Horace the Hate Bug was in that one with him. Wait, is that the villain? That in that one in 1997. Horace the Hate Bug. That's yeah. awesome. I love who, that. No, seriously, who doesn't like love Transformers? Herbie? Who doesn't love Herbie? Who doesn't Who doesn't love a car with a, that gets a hangover and almost commits suicide off the Golden Great Bridge? It's hilarious. What? That happened? That happened in the love I don't bug. remember that at all. Yeah. I've, gets, I've never watched any of them. When, when, uh, <laughs> when, I'm not crazy. when Dean Jones finally gets mad. <laughs> Dean Jones finally gets mad and, like, you know, kind of says, I'm going to race this Lamborghini instead of Herbie. Herbie gets upset and goes to the Golden Gate Bridge and, and is going to drive oh, off, and they stop him. That's not okay. Yeah. And then the, one of the bad guys puts alcohol in his tank, and then the next morning he's not working quite, quite right, so it's like a hangover. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> this is a great movie. This was actually the last oh. live-action Disney film produced under Walt Disney's involvement just two years after his death in 1966. Um, hmm. But honestly, this is a tier two for me. I, really? I love the concept of Herbie, but the movie itself, it's okay. But I, I, I think Herbie is kind of a staple of live-action Disney movies, and he has so many... Because he's a lovable little car. Everyone wants a little... He's a slug bug. Everyone wants a bug. No, no, not anymore. Everyone wants Ocho. Because he has a five and a three. And I want Horace the Hate Bug now. I want to see that spinoff. I'm sure you do. Oh, a spinoff. Now you're talking. <laughs> yeah. Starring Julie Andrews. <laughs> now. Julie Andrews and Jake Gyllenhaal in... The love bug. Horace the hate bug. Let's move on. The shaggy dog. Let's move on. A shaggy dog. I'll put Kent down for a tier three because it has the word dog in the title. Wait. And you you put Kate down like you put down Old Yeller. You'd be correct. (laughs) Tier three? Yeah. Shaggy dog gets a tier three. I forgot it was made before 1980, so Kent hates it. No, and actually that's part of the point. I remember seeing this as a kid. I have no memory of it now because this was not the kind of movie I watched when I was a kid in the 80s. 
I would watch fantasy, you know, like legend. Fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. <laughs> Guys. Oh, we, we, should, we should clarify. We're talking about the 1959 film, yes. not the 2006 Tim Allen remake. But there's a love triangle where yes. one of the guys turns into a dog to learn more about the French girl that he likes. No. And turn in her father, who is an evil spy. Yes. Yeah. Stepfather. <laughs> no, it's okay. What? It's, it's The it's, Shaggy Dog is an espionage movie? Yes. With the love triangle. It's the 50s. Of course there's going to be Russian spies. <laughs> So some weird crap. You gave it a two or three. <laughs> yeah. It's it's shape shifting. It's spies. It's classic fifties fun. Um, this at the time was the most profitable film produced by Walt Disney Productions, and that's why they started to do a lot more live action ones after this one came out. Hmm. But I mean, seriously, Wilby Fred Mc, Fred oh I can never say Fred McMurray that's his name yeah he was classic a Disney dad. staple back then. oh the yeah day. you loved him and everything and then Wilby is the main character and it's just funny like it was just it was really funny as a kid. I think it's really funny now. I think it's a funny movie, and I think that I'm going to give it a tier one. What? Whoa. Shaggy Dog gets a tier one for oh, me. Oh, stop it. Tier one and tier three. This is the first time this has happened. Good. Ever. <laughs> I feel okay about my choice. <clears throat> I do, too. You should watch it again, because it's classic. I'm never going to watch this again. Can't, if we go over to your house and watch uh, cool, Runnings, cool Runnings, we're doing Shaggy Dog after. Oh. Cool Runnings was at your house, Joel. Thanks okay. for inviting us. I don't want to inv- invite those dark spirits of de- dog possession <laughs> into my home. Yeah, or spies. In Canis Transmuto, I think, is the spell or something like that. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I just turned into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> this show is off the rails. <laughs> it is. All right. Three Musketeers. The movie, not the candy bar. Let's make it all for one and all for love. Oh, I messed that up. When there's someone that you know, then just let your feelings flow and make it all for all for one. <laughs> Have you ever really, love. really, really ever loved a woman? It's a different song there. It's still R- Brian Adams. KC and JoJo now. <laughs> <laughs> baby, 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 baby. Close to me, you were my brother. Close, Close to, to me, me my like mother's my cousin. Close to me, you like my sister. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense in a romantic song, but okay. It's a little we bit derailed. Uh, Three Musketeers. The Kiefer 19- Sutherland. Yes, Kiefer Sutherland. Charlie Sheen. Uh, well, who's the third one? Uh, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt and then Chris O'Donnell is D'Artagnan. R- Rebecca DeMornay was in this movie as yes, well. Yes, she was. Uh, this is a fine movie. Like, I, I don't find much objection to this. I don't think... I watched this movie till I was maybe 15 or 16, and then I was like, oh, yeah, that's okay. I really I saw it when I was a little younger than that, and yeah. I thought it was awesome. And then I watched it a little later, I was like, not quite so awesome, but still kind of cute. Cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just because I like the story of D'Artagnan meeting the, th- you know, the legendary Three Musketeers, trying to be part yeah. of it. And it was so accurate to the novel. Oh, right. <laughs> Tim Curry, remember that? He was in that. Yeah, Cardinal yeah. Richelieu. Yeah. And having Tim Curry as a villain is a great, great thing. That's just yeah. a win every time, basically, right? right? Yeah. So would you give it? It's a tier two. That's fair. I also give it a tier two. Yes. Uh, my friends and I back in the day thought this was the coolest movie ever. We all called parts. I got to be Athos. Well, the joke was that no one could remember the other names. So Athos, Athos, Porthos, Porthos, Aramis. Aramis. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing is we, had, we all had those, and we had a D'Artagnan as well. But uh, it was really cool back in the day. But no, it's not as cool as I remember. And it really is kind of the hyped up Michael Bay version of the story, quote unquote. Because right. it's yeah. not really Michael I, I'm more of a fan of like Man in the Iron Mask, which... Has Gerard Depardieu? Depardieu. I'm, I'm really not. I, I don't think they've ever really been able to make The Three Musketeers a great movie. Oh, except they made a great candy bar. 
You didn't really? like Batman and the Iron Mask? It's okay. No, I Bro. didn't. Really? That, that was the point in my life when I hated Leonardo DiCaprio because of his face. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. No, that's a problem. Like, he was honestly. the worst part about that movie. It was uh-huh. covered up. <laughs> that's true. No, that <laughs> helped. Half of it was covered up. It's true. Yeah. No, I was, I was really surprised by that I liked it at all. And I did really like it, actually. Hmm. Yeah. When was the last time you saw it? Uh, 1997? Yeah. It's, right. it's actually not bad. Parent Trap. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know we're going to have a good time. Sounds like a bubblegum song, right? It is a bubblegum song. Is it really? Well, I mean, it just it's that bubblegum pop kind of thing. I was like, double mint. We are talking about the 1961 with Haley Mills, not the 1998 with Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) No, I mean, actually, (laughs) in that movie, that's back when Lindsay Lohan was good. And she was adorable. Like, honestly, Parent Trap and then Mean Girls, like, she was on this upward trajectory of, wow, this girl's a really good actress. Yeah. And then, what? yeah. Then she happened. Mm-hmm. What happened? Then she, then she happened. Mm-hmm. That's she happened. All. Uh, this movie made me want to have a twin. Like I wanted to have a twin so bad, so I could play this trick. You can't just imagine a twin. A long lost twin. Yes, you can. <laughs> That's creepy. I thought it was no, not creepy too, but I, I couldn't figure out why. But you guys didn't do that. You're like, I would love I want to, a I would, twin. No, it's like I would love to be a twin, so I could play. Joel, these jokes. what are you doing in there? Just trying to clone myself, Dad. <laughs> Don't come in. It's like you peeked into my childhood. <laughs> but have you seen my childhood? <laughs> It was lost with fatal attraction. <laughs> but why is that? Did a you guys not want to have like a, a lookalike that you could play this trick on and switch and all that? And of course, and I wanted him to be British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's obvious, right? But this is a tier one. I watched this movie a lot. I really got a kick out of it, and I'm going to say I would watch it again in a heartbeat. The original one. So tier one. I've chosen to watch this movie again in the past five years. So it's a tier one. Wow. Ooh. It's a lot of fun. Did not expect that. Right. I love the part when they put the lizard on her uh, on her canteen, the, the stepmom's canteen. Ah. And she freaks out. Yeah. It's good. And, I, and honestly, the remake is okay, too. Like, Dennis yeah. Quaid is the dad. and It's not bad. It's, it's a little more forgettable, but yeah. it's still fine. Yeah. Hocus Pocus. Oh, we better say only good things about this because I feel like if we hate on this movie, every girl in the state will rip our heads off. Yeah. It feels like the... The female population clings to this movie. That's when it's, racist. It's, it's not a great movie. Sexist is the one you're going for. That's racist. <laughs> Hocus uh, Pocus Alamogokus. Yeah, Hocus Pocus is fine. It's, uh, okay, you know what it does well? Sarah Jessica Parker. She is attractive in this movie. That's you, not sir. really possible, right? Like, it's hotter than Mary Poppins. Nothing hotter than Mary Poppins, right? <laughs> Get real, Joel. So oh, that's going to be the, the name of the next show. Who's hotter than Mary Poppins? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll just we'll make a list of who is it's and who is ridiculous. not. No, but it's the one time I've ever seen her and been you know like, hey, she's really really cute. It's because she's a witch and she obviously put magical you know had magical powers to be attractive. Yeah. But no, it's it's a fun movie. It's, I, I don't find it scary, but people find it a little bit scary, I guess. Really? Who yeah. finds it scary? Girls. <laughs> <laughs> this show is going to get so much hate mail. Girls. <laughs> Cooties. So, it's fine. Everyone, Kathy and Jimmy, Bette Midler, uh, they, I, all people I don't like in other roles, they're having a blast in this movie, and you can tell, and it makes the movie fun. So it's a tier two. You're going to get a lot of hate mail, Kent. I gave it a tier two. You're going to get a lot of hate mail. Why? Because this is everyone's favorite movie. Like the, everyone, like Halloween, people are like, Hocus Pocus, we got to watch Hocus Pocus. It's like the number one By everyone, family-friendly girls. girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's on every single family-friendly. We're dead. Every time I see a, <laughs> we, are. we are. Every time I see a family-friendly Halloween list, it's like the number one on there. Everyone loves this movie. Yeah. I don't get the hype. Okay. This is a little past my time. 
I, it wasn't the childhood favorite. Is this a tier mind. three coming on, Joel? No. Hold on, let him finish. Oh, I, I'm I will so say, excited. I know me too. <laughs> Don't be that excited. I will. I will say I'm not a fan of non-musical numbers that have a musical number. Non-musical movies that have a musical number in them, an extended musical number, especially when it's starring the main cast or some sort of cameo from a, a famous artist. That actually kind of annoys me. So the whole them singing in the band, I hate that. But hmm. it's a tier two. Okay. Are you sure that's what you want to give it, Joel? Yes, because, like I said, I like Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> right. Um, but I also, you know that's not making you sound any better. No, it's Just not. to say that Sarah Jessica like, Parker is kind of a hot girl. Not like we're already, Julie Andrews hot, but hot, you know? <laughs> we're already misogynistic jerks, so this, that's what this There's show's no going to be back now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tier two. Agreed. Tier two. Pete's Dragon. Joel, I would like a song before you, we give our thoughts about this movie. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll be your candle on the water. Every little piece. Every little piece. <laughs> That's what I do when I forget the words. <laughs> it's a good one. A dragon. A dragon. I swear I saw a dragon. I, I will say this. If I may go first, Kent. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Sean Connery. Yes. I listened to this soundtrack as I was kind of getting ready for this show. Mm-hmm. It amazed me of how much I remember and love the soundtrack. Just listening to it, I was just getting so into it. The music is fantastic. It is. I, I started the show before Ken interrupted me with a really good parody of this. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's a great mix of animation and live action, especially for back then. And it has a little bit of a 70s feel. You can it kind does. of feel that in there. Uh, also, uh, Jim Dale, Dr. Terminus, the guy who can't say Passamaquoddy, mm-hmm. he's actually the narrator for Pushing Daisies. Oh, really? Yeah. And okay. he's the voice. Uh, he does the audiobooks for the Harry Potter series. Oh. So I really enjoy his voice. And just seeing him in this role is so much fun. This is a tier one. If there is a tier one for Disney live-action Disney movies, Pete's Dragon belongs on it. This one always helps me have a razzle-dazzle day. It's a razzle-dazzle day. So good. Yeah. This is a tier one. Clear tier one. This one is emotional. It's unbelievable. And it's so much fun. Oh, it's Brazzle dazzle day. No, it's Razzle Dazzle. Apparently it's Brazzle Dazzle. Don't fact check me, because next no, was, show I'll have to do a retraction. <laughs> I'm retracting it right now. <laughs> I just want to get the email. Actually, it's Brazzle It's Brazzle, so you lost that argument. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't really, I didn't really care about Helen Reddy. Apparently she was a big deal back in the day, and to have her in the movie was a huge deal. But she's fine. But it, it was all about I, Elliot. I know you're excited about the remake, so... Ready, Kent? Bum, 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 bum. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do I love you? <laughs> Wait, you do the you do the Pete's part. You, yeah, you, you we didn't Elliot. practice this. You do Elliot. <laughs> I love you too. Well, that was off. <laughs> it's all right. The whole thing was ruined. I love you too. No, it's not coming. I love you too. Bless your beautiful heart. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We apologize. <laughs> we're gonna cut that whole thing out. I, we're definitely not. Don't cut that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the Princess Diaries. Why is this on the list? I was just wondering that. <laughs> it's, it's because, oh, and we, we should also clarify, we didn't include, like, Touchstone Pictures. Right. Because uh, there was, it, Disney sometimes will release it under Touchstone Pictures when it feels like it's too adult for its Disney audience. Right. So, like, ones like Who, Fr- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Nightmare Before Christmas. Those aren't on the list. Right. But uh, somehow Princess Diaries made it through. <laughs> I don't know how. Let's just hurry. Yeah. It's no. a three. It, yeah, it's a tier three. <laughs> it launched Anne Hathaway's career, and and then she tried it. to go away from that career by yeah appearing in. Do you know how she got yeah. the role? By the way, apparently Gary Marshall's Her dad was a director. Well, close. <laughs> Jake, Jake's mind went to a dangerous place. Gary Marshall, the director's granddaughter, saw her audition tape and said she had quote princess hair. That's how she got her start in her career. 
He's like, big eyes, big teeth. Give her the role. <laughs> Was he casting for the big bad wolf? <laughs> you never know. She could do that part. It's, she could. it's a tier three. It's it's probably fine for the audience it was intended. Uh, however, I am not that audience. Although Julie Andrews is in the movie. Oh, <laughs> okay. High five for Julie, Julie Andrews. Andrews versus Anne Hathaway. No, it really is. It really is just Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins. I've never found her really attractive in other roles. So. Right. So let's clarify that. <laughs> Seventy-year-old so weird. Andrews. I only, that's weirder. That's weirder. I it's not weirder. It's a character in Mary Poppins. It's the role? dark hair, blue eyes, red lips combination. Oh man, uh, dark hair, blue eyes, red lips. Yes, she's in a Hitchcock one with uh, Jimmy Stewart, I think. Wow. But that's actually pretty good. That's really great. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Potter. I think you're beautiful, my nanny. Oh, Julie Andrews is hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Everyone's, so, everyone's turned off the show by now. We're so sorry. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, live action Disney. That will be kind of a boring thing to talk about. <laughs> that crossed my mind, too. Okay. We got to clip through these guys. We have, we have a bunch left. <laughs> the Rocketeer. Oh, Rocketeer. Tier one. Rocketeer one. Rocketeer. Uh,. And maybe the only rival to Julie Andrews and Mary Poppins is Jennifer Connelly. Oh. This, <laughs> sorry. Was that a nice sorry. noise or a that bad was, noise? It's like a shudder. I was like, like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. like sorry. A, uh, I can make it more Bob. I can make it more appealing if you no, want. No, don't do it. <laughs> sorry, it just happened. Depends on how you interpret appealing, I guess. Let's no, see. the Rocketeer is, is fantastic. I, I give it a tier one. I listened to the soundtrack once again, and just the music mm-hmm. is great. And it really does capture that kind of 40s, 30s, 40s spirit. It does. And in a way that not many movies can. It's just it's just fun. Like I, I love to show that one to my kids, and I love to watch Jennifer Connelly. It's first generation Iron Man, and it is so much fun. I was talking to one of our coworkers, and she said even her kids love the movie now. My kids and that, love it too. And that was kind of the question because there's a lot of mo- these movies that are nostalgic for us, mm-hmm. but maybe kids can't handle them now. I think this movie does hold up. I think it does too. Although apparently it did not do well at the box it office. Didn't. They marketed it as a very Art Deco kind of posters, and they didn't feature the cast, which had like the James Bond at the time, Timothy Dalton. Yeah, Timothy Dalton was the James Bond at the time. They so didn't market him. They didn't market. Jennifer I'm Connelly. actually glad you brought this up because the, I look at the weekend it came out, and it was up against City Slickers, Home Alone, mm-hmm. all these huge movies, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. like it made like nine million. It was like number four that weekend. It just disappeared. It made, it's made its money back, but still. Yeah, and they considered it a flop, and that's why they never revisited it. They're, they're talking about a reboot. They've been dancing around that. I don't know if it will ever happen, but I hope it doesn't. But And I haven't read the comic series. Apparently, it's a little more adult, but hmm. Disney Family friendly it up, and I'm glad they did because yeah, I love me this too. movie. Alice in Wonderland. So this movie made a billion dollars, which is... Literally a billion dollars? Yeah. Literally a billion yeah. dollars. People loved this movie. It's Tim Burton. It is grossest Tim Burton-iest. <laughs> Johnny Depp, just being Johnny Depp. I don't like Mia Wachowska. Wachowska. Yes. I I really, I think this movie is a hot mess. I hate this movie, actually. You hate it? I hate it. That's a strong word. It ruined the Jabberwocky for me. Because the Jabberwocky from the 1980s, Alice in Wonderland? This one was just, I like that they used... Remember Carol Channing in the old uh, jam tomorrow, jam <laughs> yesterday, pepper. but never ever jam today. Better, better. That's you haven't Dis- seen this? That's not Disney, but it man, is that the strangest acid trip you'll ever it go haunts on. Haunts my nightmares. And, but it has like Gene Wilder. It has all these great character actors at the time. But and it's so much better than this. It's so much better. This one is a CG Wonderland, you know, for lack of a better term, and it's a mess. I would agree with you. 
I hate this movie. I just remember cringing the whole time. I was hate on. this yeah. movie. It is. I, I don't like Anne Hathaway. I don't like Johnny Depp. I don't like Mia Wachowski. Mm-hmm. Um, I she, don't, she directed The Matrix, though, and that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> but I, I really, I don't like, I don't, I didn't, I wasn't liking this movie. And then when the Mad Hatter started to do that dance at the end, I oh. wanted to punch the TV. I was so <laughs> mad and annoyed by this movie. It really wasn't that me, embarrassing to watch. It was. And they're making a sequel. What is wrong with the world? A billion dollars. <laughs> a billion dollars, that's why. It's terrible. Yeah, name all the good movies it beat. <laughs> Take you like Let's not do a it. full day. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, you, well, Chronicles of Narnia, which I guess we're going to do Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, because yeah. we do have a sequel here. So. Yeah, there's two sequels. But yeah, no, yeah, no, let's, two, we yeah. don't need to worry about those. No, because no one else did. <laughs> Yeah. Go for it, Ken. Oh, uh, no, you went first last one. Oh, yeah, you I'll go. Take it. Um, I, when this movie came out, I wasn't excited to see it. Oh, you weren't? Because it was Lord of the Rings uh, fervor. Urban fervor. It, urban fervor. But uh, I, didn't, I wasn't really excited to see it. I watched it. It just was basically the same story. I prefer the 1979 animated one. That's the classic that I know and love is of, this, of the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. I actually wrote, when this, when this movie came out uh, in 2006, I want to say, I actually wrote a parody of it for Divine Comedy again, and so it has a special place in my heart, but really this particular... The story does. This particular version, however, is a bland... It, it's really a shame you didn't have a podcast back in 2006, because you could have promoted your BYU stuff a lot. I could have. <laughs> but these are all on YouTube, so okay. you can find them still. So what, what can they find it under? It's just the condos of Narnia. Okay. So... I actually like the BBC like early 80s version. It's live action, but it's... Did it's, that start Liam Neeson's yeah. late wife? <laughs> I'm not Dead going wife, there. You mean? I'm not going there. <laughs> I just want to bring back that insensitivity that Kent brought up earlier. <laughs> hey, remember when Kent was insensitive? Yes. Yeah. Every episode. I this remember. entire show. <laughs> I'm not the only one. But it's a two. <laughs> it's fine. true this time. It's fine. It's not one I'd watch, but... Yeah, I, I kind of walked out, and I think... Where you they, walked out? No. Were no. you offended when, by when Aslan? I, when I left the movie... By Liam Neeson as Aslan? Actually, it was Kate... Or, no. I almost... Kate Blanchett slash Tilda Swinton. <laughs> I get the, them confused sometimes. Why? Well, have you no. seen them? Side by side? No one else has. Well, they're, they're the no, same they're person. They're no Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think they, they had... Uh. I really like C.S. Lewis. I like, I like his books, but I think they tried to mix the war elements of Lord of the Rings but, and make it PG, and it didn't work at it, all. No, it, it didn't work. So it's tier two. Yeah. I also hated he tried to rewrite everything, like, not with an improvement. I don't know if you noticed that, but, like, everything straight out of Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, I can't, whoever that director was, Andrew... Andrew Stanton? Stanton, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he and somebody else went in, rewrote the whole script to make it the same but just different. Right. And I don't know, that, that annoyed me too. I agree. Okay. Tier two. So many high fives. They're like, I know who should do Chronicles of Narnia. The guy that did Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. You want to go first on this one again? This is every boy's dream. At least it was mine. To find a spaceship, to run away for a little bit. A spaceship ran by Pee Wee Herman. Strangely enough. (laughs) Let's let's not say Paul Rubens because, no, you know, that would be a a good spaceship. And Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yeah. She's the nurse. Yes, she is. Sarah Jessica Parker, and she has the hair that's from Twisted Sister. But but this movie is like running away from home, but without any of the risk, because you get to travel the world and see everything that's amazing about it while from the safety of your cockpit. But didn't, did it not terrify you, though, when he goes home to a different... This is okay, a kid you are absolutely right. He goes, he go, he, this kid grows off in the forest. He ends up coming back home, and his family is all old. No, first of all, they don't live there. Right. His family doesn't live there anymore, and then all his family's older. It's like he's traveled through time and not known it. It was kind of like About Time, like the bad consequences of the movie About Time. Right. And then, you know, because it's scary for a little bit. But this movie, 
was so cool. I watched this movie again and again and again. Would would watch it tomorrow if I could. Joel, you probably go tier tier one. Oh, tier two. Really? Yes. What? And I'll tell you why. This movie I watched a lot and I enjoyed it, but it, it's pretty trippy for kids. It's, it messes it with their head a bit. Doesn't quite understand it. And it's not one I've gone back to revisit a lot. And so I, I had to put it – when I was looking at the tier ones, I actually had it up there for a bit. But I thought it just didn't seem the same rewatchability to me as these other ones. So I had to bump down to a tier two. But oh, that's no, too bad. That I, if I watched it again, I'd probably enjoy it even more. But, well, I'd probably, I probably – I mean, I'd bump it up to a one. But right now, in my memory, it's got to be a two. Are you going to have the boys watch it? Yeah. Okay. I don't leak. You leak. <laughs> that's a great line for It a is boy. a great line. George of the Jungle. I find this movie, George of the Jungle, to be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie, and I had a pretty big crush on Leslie Mann, who is not Judy Greer, I might add. <laughs> Amy, or not Amy Mann, <laughs> Leslie Mann. But really, I thought that uh, Thomas Hayden Christensen, Thomas Hayden Church. Church. <laughs> Thomas Hayden Christensen? <laughs> Thomas Hayden oh, Church. The I thought man he was hilarious. Stole my wife. Brendan Fraser, this was around the time, this is a, kind of actually around when he was starting to decline. Uh, yeah. But I enjoy him in this role. I think it's funny. I think it's a very fun movie to watch. It's going to get a tier one for me. Wow. Tier three. Whoa. It's, yeah. You're getting back at me for Flight of the Navigator. I, I really am. I'm, I'm mad. I changed my ranking. It's, this is tier a, three? It's a tier three movie. Why no. was this made? George of the Jungle was like a eight second cartoon vine, basically. No. Watch out for that tree. And they made two movies from it? It was a series. It was a cartoon series. The length of the joke was eight seconds long. Oh, oh. Smack in the opening credits. Can't, it had seventeen no, episodes. But, I'll have you know. <laughs> yes, George of the all, Jungle had seventeen. Wasn't it episodes. a part of the block that had like Mr. Peabody and it, it all that been. kind of stuff? Underdog, you know. Yeah, I I don't think it's very funny. All the animals look so fake uh, on purpose because they need to talk, but it's so dated. No, I tried to watch not. this one the other day with my kids, and it didn't work out. It's I, hilarious. I don't like it. It's hilarious. You're wrong. <laughs> all right, holes. Holes is fun. Holes is really fun. Yeah. You know, it's Shia LaBeouf's career starter, which may be a good or bad thing. I think he did a great job, Gus, though. Gus from Psych is in it, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't oh. seen Psych, so. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty, it's just is he a kid or role. is he a little bit older? No, he, he's an older guy. Like, he's kind of the love interest of one of the characters. Right. But it's funny because actually in Psych, they make references to Holes. Like, he quotes some of the lines from Holes as his character. Hmm. It's pretty entertaining to watch. Psych references everything you can imagine. Yes, right, it does. yeah. Uh, but I think the reason I give this movie credit is because I saw this movie in my 20s, and I don't think it was made for me or the audience around me, and I still really liked it. That said, have I cared to see it again? No. I've seen it one time. It's a tier two. Disagree. Okay. Tier this one? is a tier one movie. Wow. This deserves more love than it gets. It's a creative movie. The dialogue is good. The acting is... It's over the top, but it works. The concept of being sent to a prison farm actually kind of terrified me a little bit, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed how it all wrapped up in the end. So I every time I watch this one, I enjoy it. I would continue to watch it, and so I'm going to give it a tier one. Okay. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Tier one. <laughs> this movie is great. I loved Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I The Cheerio scene terrified me. I thought, he's going to get eaten. This is, this is horrifying. They have great special effects for the time. They have a compelling story. And I, I just think that this movie actually really is one of the live-action greats, and it deserves it. Um, they actually originally called it Teeny Weenies originally and then it changed the name to grounded and then eventually they just kind of went to the big backyard and then honey i shrunk the kids which is by far the best name yeah by there. far yeah it's a tier one yeah <laughs> this movie made me cry <laughs> over an ant's death 
In the end, it didn't even look real. Okay, so you're going to cry over ants, but not over dogs. It's strangest you thing. You jerk. Strangest thing. No, this movie is so much fun, so much imagination. Loved it. Yeah. I, I quote this movie probably more than I should in daily life. Are there quotes <laughs> from it? Just like, yes, mother! When he says that, too, when she's is getting after Is that the thing from Mortal Kombat? Toasty! Toasty! No, it's when, uh, it's when they're, she's telling him to be careful, and he's like, yes, mother! And huh. things like that. And, yeah, we're all the size of boogers! <laughs> Lots of quotes in there. <laughs> you, you say that on a <laughs> daily basis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> daily basis. All right. Next one. Maleficent. I'll just put you Three. guys both for tier one and we'll just Three. move on. Okay. Three. Three. Let's move on. I hate this We've movie. talked about Maleficent. Three. Three. Uh, I couldn't even get my sentence out. Three. <laughs> you're saying three. Uh, National Treasure. Two. One. What? Yeah. I love National Treasure. It is a guilty pleasure that I will profess to love. Who are oh, you? <laughs> it's one of my favorite that Nicolas is Cage super movies. Bizarre, honestly. No, it is. It came out in the, the Jerry thing. Bruckheimer, no. Nicolas Cage, and it, you're giving it a tier one. It well, came out. There is the the chicken. What's her name? Uh, Diane Kruger. Yeah. yeah, it came out the same time. She's no Mary Poppins. It came out the same time as Da Vinci Code, and remember, everyone was so excited for that movie, and that movie bombed. And I was like, this is the Da Vinci Code I wanted to see. This movie was fun. It was slightly mysterious. And it so was Nicolas Cage having fun. I cannot count the number of Deus Ex Machinas in this movie. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like, oh, this explains it away. Oh, this explains it away. So watchable and rewatchable, though. It's fun. I gave it a yeah. tier two. It's not like I, I don't like this movie, but I'm just so surprised that you give it a tier one. It's tier one. That's the craziest thing Nicolas you've ever said. Nicolas Cage is magic in this movie. <laughs> He's magic in every There's movie. So many Justin Bartha is great. <laughs> I've never, no one's ever said that sentence before. Justin Bartha. Which one? Nicolas Cage. He's magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know how to move on from that. Tomorrowland. This is Jake's favorite movie of last year. Is it? No. No. Oh. He was very excited. And, and sadly, the movie didn't pan out. But uh, yeah, I did. I did really like it. I felt it really got a bad rap, and it was a lot of fun. It got a bad rap for a good reason. It's a tier three. Tier three. Wow. It's a tier you three. You monster. This this could have been so much better. It it raised so many questions and mysteries, and then gave us really nothing at the end. No, the ending. The ending is really where it lost. But it was a really fun ride. But it spent the whole time being like, "Oh, we'll tell you later. Oh, we'll tell you later. Oh, we'll tell you later." And then you get to the end, and you're like, "Well, that's dumb." This was a waste of my time. Tier three. I actually had a lot. Well, okay, I had fun at this movie, especially with the uh, those agents who were always smiling. I thought that was really fun. It's fine, and they kind of got their heads knocked off. All uh, it was a little too violent for kids, and then a little too hokey for adults. But imagine yeah. if you were seven watching this movie. Like, I, I don't think it was too violent for watching kids. This movie I think or it was... attraction. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess my barometer for okay for kids is a little bit different. <laughs> sure, sure. Basic instincts, fine. <laughs> is that a... we're having rabbit stew tonight? <laughs> So uh, I think this is a tier two. I think the ending is is a mess, but along the way I had fun, and then I thought the George Clooney subplot with the little girl was really weird. It was, yeah, really it got weird. a little creepy. It's, it's in, yeah, but for me this wasn't the disaster everyone said it was. I thought it was well directed, except for the end was a mess. I wouldn't say disaster either. Like it was fine. It was visually very entertaining. It was. It felt like a dream where it was very beautiful, but nothing made sense. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's actually fair. I mean, I guess I wanted it to do better when something like Alice in Wonderland makes a billion dollars and Tomorrowland, you know, I mean, it didn't even hit the radar. No, and, right. and, I, and I lament the fact that this is like an original type movie. It wasn't a sequel. It wasn't a remake. It was like this was an original movie, yeah. but it just it didn't have the yeah. story for me. I want original movies to work. All right. Two more. 
Wild hearts can't be broken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's time to redeem ourselves after our girls' comments before. Go for it, Kent. So I have three sisters, and I watch this movie more than more times than I can count. Much like Dirty Dancing. No, not oh, oh, Dirty Dancing. Yeah. And uh, girl, girls just want to have fun. Sarah Jessica Parker. And I think you secretly love her. Oh no! This is this is coming up again. Uh, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken is a story about a girl who dives into a pool of water. I've never seen Ferris, this. So yeah, and she's riding a horse as she dives into pools of water. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how excited he got. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> and then at one point, spoiler alert: she goes blind. She slaps yeah. her eyes on the water, and that she didn't close her, her eyes. Like what a weird. And I say this in quotes: inspirational sports story. Like, cause I I don't know what this movie wants to be. But I will say, because I watched it so much with my sisters, I was, I'm was i okay with the movie. It's a two. Yeah. Kent's right. Girls like this movie, and I am not a girl. So I'm going to give this a tier three. Wow. I Look, Kent, even the person this movie was hey, based on... at least on, the misogynist thing goes to him this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even the movie the person was based on didn't like it. She said, and I quote, The only thing true in it was that I, that I rode diving horses, I went blind, and I continued to ride for another 11 years without the crowd knowing. Well, no wonder she didn't like it. She was blind. This is a decent movie. <laughs> she didn't even see it. <laughs> oh, you guys. This is terrible. Was that insensitive? I'm not sure. That is pretty, <laughs> it's hard to know. pretty insensitive. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I love how this, by the way, the woman it's based on, Sonora Webster, Carver, which, by the way, when I watched Burn Notice, I was like, it's the girl from Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Yeah. Not Sonora Webster Carver, but that's who she played. But it says, uh, born in Waycross, Georgia, was an American entertainer, most notable as one of the first female horse divers. (laughs) And I was like, was that a thing that we had to mark the first female horse diver? Well, it's something that you make up. Why did anyone think of this to begin with? Right. I know what I'll do. I'll get my horse and I'll dive with it and it'll be a competition. (laughs) No one's going to want to watch a diver at a state fair. People like horses. <laughs> jump on the horse. <laughs> All right. And then jump off. All right, we're to the last one. Are you ready for the last one? Last one better be big. Better be good. Yeah. Tron. Oh. Tron. Ending with Tron. Yeah, I thought that was a good choice. We went from girl movies to boy movies. Joel, will you begin? Uh, I think Tron is revolutionary for its time. It really did a lot for computer animation and uh, even animation and uh, humans together in general. Mm-hmm. However... The, while the idea is fantastic, the execution is kind of bland. Like, I feel like this movie had a lot of potential, and they were so focused on the effects that the story suffers. Now, don't get me wrong. The part when he gets zapped, when Jeff Bridges gets zapped and yeah. goes into the machine, I, I may have reenacted that a couple times with my friends and, like, frozen and acted like we were being taken into the into the, the grid and all that. But it's a tier two. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's not one that wow. really holds up. So tier gonna, two, tier two. I'm going to end on a tier two. You're going to get some fanboys pretty upset at you. I've already ticked off everyone today. Okay, <laughs> I think your mom's even mad right now. Ooh, wait, was that <laughs> your mama joke? <laughs> ooh, you said ooh before you knew what kind of slam <laughs> you it hear was. Your mom, and it's automatic. You just got to go ooh. Right. Yeah, it's a tier two. I, I I think you're right. I think the effects were awesome for the time. I've watched this in the past couple years, and. Honestly, I kind of have a problem with this series because I'd want to see more of Tron. Flynn is okay, but mm-hmm. don't call it Tron if you're going to remove the coolest character. And he's kind of in it, but that's that's about it. And I think this movie suffers because they show you the coolest stuff, which is, you know, the speed, the light bike. Yeah, the light bike. And the discs. I think we all wanted a light bike. Right. And, oh, and the disc mm-hmm. game would be so fun to play in real and life. And the games are not in the movie nearly enough. No. They kind of just take it away, and there's a lot of dialogue with just really neon colors in the background and it, it's distracting so it's how, a tier two how about the remake 
Oh, we'll talk about that next time. In fact, yeah, oh, really? That's on the next list. Yeah, for next time. So, like we said, we know we've left off a bunch. We've saved some for next time. We're going to talk about them next time. Yeah. Some we're not going to talk about because Kent and I don't even know them that well. So, if we've missed ones that that you've thought of, let us know. Yeah. In, in fact, I'm going to tie in something Kent has said before, which is maybe an assignment from the listener. Like, that would probably be okay for this. You, you cool with that? Say, okay. if, if there's a live-action Disney movie that you want us to see, maybe it's one that these guys have not seen. It's one I know. probably haven't seen. And then we'll watch it. Yeah. Have we, you guys agree to that? Show. Yeah, is that sure. cool? Yeah. yeah. Let him, uh, give us suggestions at Facebook or on BaconCell.com. And just let us know it's, it's your official recommendation, and we'll put it to the list, maybe, if we really, really want to. <laughs> it, might, it might already be on there. It might, it might already be but on there. But if, if it's not... If it's not on there, we'll consider putting it on. And it gets some love, yeah, we'll consider putting it on. Yeah. So. And because we have to be able to find it. Some of these are only available on, D, on VHS. But you can find me, uh, not on VHS, but at 76 Joel on Twitter, or you can find me at QuickWits. Uh, they perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center, and you can find more about that at qwcomedy.com. I'm sure we can find you somewhere on VHS, right? You can find I'm, me yeah. on Laserdisc <laughs> at ShowtimeShowdown.com and go follow my Twitter and Instagram feeds. It's kenny 3 D. You can find me streaming uh, oh, at Twitter. Future. I'm the best. What? <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Uh, and again, a young adult book on Amazon called Standalone if you want to check that out. And, and thank a- you for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, make sure to like us and comment on iTunes and like us on Facebook like and follow us on Twitter. We'd love to beef up our followers there and interact with you more. Now, I'm going to end the show, but mm-hmm. I want you guys to join in once you get the rhythm. Oh, no. Are you ready? We tried this before. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> this has been a bacon cell. We hope you have enjoyed it. This has been a bacon cell. We hope you have enjoyed it. This has been a bacon cell. We hope you have enjoyed it. This has been a bacon cell. We hope you have enjoyed it. Good job, Joel. Okay, good job. Good job. I am scared to death of Glenn Close, just in life. This is like the cipher in the snow of Disney movies. So fun that you had to vandalize a theater? Yeah. Homer Found makes me cry every single stupid time I watch it. I don't think it's a good movie at all, and I don't like dogs. Wait, you did what? I said I had to shoot so many dogs. <laughs> but Jake, you like this too, right? <laughs> I did, but I'm afraid to say more because Joel's mad. And I think you secretly love her. Oh, Julie Andrews is hot. <laughs> Are you saying Mary Poppins was hot? Yes. Yeah. That is weird. It's Julie Andrews' face. She's amazing. Body, too. <laughs> I love episodes where he objectified Julie Andrews. <laughs> well, no wonder she didn't like it. She was blind. I know what I'll do. I'll get my horse, and I'll dive with it. That was the point in my life when I hated Leonardo DiCaprio because of his face. I, I don't find it scary, but people find it a little bit scary, I guess. Really? Yeah. It's scary. Girls. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know how to move on from that. This is some weird crap.